Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I want to tell you all about a new line of boats they are carrying. Whalen Bay now carries tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, Tahoe boats, and we all know the last one, Mako. So now, no matter what your boat needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. You have your choice of the number one aluminum boat, family boats, performance fishing boats, or just a straight up fishing machine in the new Mako boats. Does it get any better? Also, I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all of the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure that your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. And you can do all this at Whalen Bay and St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207. Or give them a call at 904-217-3778. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, and Mako boats. Whalen Bay Marine, give them a call at 904-217-3778. Now, the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show on 1010XL. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank. Good evening and welcome to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast. I am Captain Kevin Favor, sitting with Captain Scott Shank. Did he miss it? That's me. <laughs> and Captain <laughs> Ricky Papour. Yeah. Yeah. Who's here as usual? In the, in the house. In the house. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's all it's all good. Um it's, I, this is this is funny. I'm gonna start off. I, I saw my neighbor who I call neighbor Joe. I mean I've given him a nickname, right? And he stopped me. I was walk in this afternoon and he's like man what's up with this wind and i'm like dude it's almost april <laughs> it's gonna blow every day <laughs> you know it just it stinks i canceled 10 hours today oh that's Wor- awful worrying myself to death the whole time if i could do it can i not you, you watch that yep. you watch that uh weather and you say man i, I can i go i tomorrow i could go and then you're back that evening it's like man i don't think we could go that's and it's just like that every day in march uh, and April. It, it, it is i think we got kept scott shake scotty that's me oh that's, that's me there you are that's me hello <laughs> hey buddy so so just uh, give folks a, an update. There's a there's a plane crash in St. Augustine, um, and you said it was on the the, the the south south end of the airport. It is. Yep. Okay, and and Scotty, they 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 got US one blocked, right? Yes, yes, sir. Thanks to our good neighbor, Mister Joe. He calls me because he it it must have like literally flew over his head when he called me because. He was, they, nobody was even there yet, and he saw these sirens coming up behind him, and he watched everybody shut down US-1, so he called me real quick saying, dude, I don't, I don't know how you're going to get here. Anyhow, that was at 5.15, and I knew darn good and well, trying to take all the cut-through roads and all that to get through there at 5 o'clock wasn't going to get me there no, any earlier no because you would have been behind everybody else so exactly. and by the way scotty thank you so much for that phone call as early as you could get it to me it, you called me at the perfect time man i, I was able to zig and zag and yep. come out on big big old no no that's yep. joe that's yep. joe because i had to shut joe up because you know how joe is joe loves to talk so i said joe you, gotta, <laughs> yeah. stop. you know i mean if, you, if kevin looks i called him like six times in a row and he wouldn't answer and then so i called you four times in a row and you wouldn't answer. And uh, so, anyhow, yes, we're able to get through it. Ricky, thank you very, very much for getting there because there's no way in hell that I would have made it there. So, I think, I think we need y'all. to thank Google. 
Yeah, Google they, Maps. Yeah, they yeah, Google no Maps kidding. about how, how, <laughs> no how, how to get here. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what's so funny, Scotty, talking about that, and I know we'll, we'll get to the fishing here. So Carrie and I went turkey hunting for two days in, in Hawthorne. Um, and we had a, 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 a pen, you know, uh, my buddy Herb, who's, you know, he's like, okay, this is to the gate of where you're going to be staying, right? How in yep. the hell did we ever? Yep. Uh, I, I, yep. Look, I, I, yep. I, I get it. The old McDally maps, we did it. Uh, I mean, but oh, my God. I mean, there's no way well, in hell. I, I mean, I, I would have been on the phone with him for like 45 minutes writing down directions to this place. I mean, yeah. I'm talking, you know, a quarter mile yeah. here left. Yep. You know, take a, a, an easy right, you know, you're like, oh, where is this place? And you know, the funny thing about <laughs> this is it. back when we used to do yeah. this, uh-huh. I did. I don't remember it being a problem. I but. don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I, I could read a map. So I told my wife yeah. that yesterday we went and got some chickens. Uh, we had some chickens die and we had to go get some chickens and it was some place I'd never been before. And I was like, you know, how did we, how did we ever get anywhere before this? Yes, I know. Uh, because the first thing you ask somebody is send me an address. Yep. And you literally, yep. you tap on the screen and you can get there. Yep. It's, it's nuts. And then it always wants it. And then it always asks you, oh, you know, Google wants to know where you are. No, you know, no, I don't no. want you to know where I'm at all the time. No. But anyway, guys, guys I, go, I, I just. Guys go, hey, I'll, hold on, I'll pin where I'm at in this creek and you come right here. And I'm going, dude, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about pinning something. <laughs> pinning is putting a, a, you know, a brooch on your chest. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Pin what? So right, right, right. Close. Yeah. So, 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 Scotty, um, it, it just, just, just to educate, just to educate you a little bit. All right, seriously. Yeah. Because I had to educate okay. myself. Um, okay. If you if you download Google Maps, because see, I, I I had a different app on my phone, but if you download yeah. Google Google Maps, um, then you can use that pen. Okay. All, literally, you do you you hit on the pen and it comes up Google Maps and it'll take you to it. So. Okay. Anyway, because I, yeah, I have it, a different it, map thing in my truck or whatever. whatever right, I, I, what, I do you know, too. On the phone. I, 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 I don't I, have I do Google too. Maps. Like, I guess I got to get into the 24th century or whatever we're at right now. Yeah. 24th. <laughs> you need to get out of the 19th century. Is <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so so Scotty, I, I'll be honest. I I I've been out of phone. For almost three days this week. I mean, because where we yeah. were, uh, we didn't have much reception, which is fine, you know. Um, how's fishing? The weather's brutal, and uh, go along with that, too, is, I mean, we're bending rods. But, man, that three days of cold weather that came in after that major front on Saturday or whatever. Um, right. I mean, dude, I mean, it's, I mean... For this time of year, right now, I can tell you it's not fun. You know. Well, when, I mean, I when we did the forecast, when we did the forecast last Thursday, they were calling for twenty to twenty-five out of the northeast on Sunday and Monday. Is that is yep. that what you saw? Yep, that's what we had. That's what we had, and water was dirty as all get out um, mm. on Monday. Um, I fished. I fished Monday and Thursday. So the two days I fished. Monday was absolutely brutal. People wanted to go. I told them that, whatever. You know, so you hit all day long. Get out of the wind. Um, trolling motor lasted you four and a half hours at best. And the batteries were just, you know, it just, you toasted them. Um, 
it was it it, it 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 it's been tough. I mean, it's all that um, pretty water has just shown back up again. Started probably yesterday. It started getting what, real what, clean what, and real pretty. Water temperature yesterday? Uh, on Monday was sixty two and a half. Today was sixty five. Wow, sixty two. But it's the half. first that's, warm day we've had. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's amazing to me how day, quickly you know? it comes back up. It yeah, jumps it is, up. I mean, but that, it, last week we saw a ten degree rise and a ten degrees fall yep. right back then fall. in one week. Yep. Yeah. They don't like yeah, that it, temperature falling. They get in that little mood like that, and they're fine and and doing their eating. Because, um, I mean, Friday was an incredible day. The sheephead bite and the, at the jetties was incredible. Um, I don't want to put anybody's, you know, anybody's hopes up right this second, but I swear to you, I saw three tarp in the day rolling the inlet. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, well, that, 20, that, 30 that, 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 that would that would that would make all the sense in the world. Ricky, when's the last time anybody went offshore? Last Man. week? <laughs> yeah, ha- had to have been last week. You know, I get kind of confused in my days, but <laughs> I think last Thursday. By the way, Thursday, as a charter captain, get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think and it last doesn't Thursday, get anything but worse the, the longer the month we get. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So uh, I heard yeah. some guys fish today, though. And then the last and day of the Wahoo good. shootout is Sunday. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that, 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 that should uh, – should 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 be interesting um because the wind's supposed to it's supposed to die down it's supposed to die Sunday. down yep yeah yep. a lot yep. of guys trying to go finish out there last day yeah yep so but saturday just out of curiosity bow. it was so much fun we just bent wrong today i didn't it wasn't you know of course as being a six-year-old guys you know that can we eat him is he big enough can we eat him you know but we just bent rods all day there's so many jackson blue fish in the river right now you know, if you just got kids and you and you want to do something, just get some fish by paddle tails or whatever, and just just go have fun. They're all over the place, you know. And and, so and tide you, like tide usually before. doesn't matter on on those species. No, because no. my intent was to see you guys, and that's why I fished nine to one today because I'd like that the be and all. We're coming up to the new moon. It's tonight or tomorrow night, and the tide is roaring. So I figure, well, I'll fish the last hour, hour and a half of the outgoing, the first hour and a half of the rise. Well, excuse me, first hour and a half of the rise and the last hour and a half of the outgo. You know, and I figured, okay, well, we'll play that game because the water is gorgeous on high tide. I mean, crystal mm-hmm. clear and, I mean, eight feet gorgeous. I mean, pretty. That's, um, that's Rob Bennett that's caught a snook awesome. at the inlet today. Um, wow, a little twenty-inch snooklet. Um, so yeah, Spanish are there. Um, Spanish and bluefish, like I said, and and when they were coming up, guys, they're they're uh, throwing up those. Um, what do we call it? We're not glass minnows. They're not little pogies. What are they? You know that they come up and they shake their head and and and, and little fish go everywhere. Like 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 like, like, like Mahara. No, 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 no. Little, like little glass minnows and stuff. You know, little baby minnows. Yeah. They're yeah. all on the rocks. I guess all the little glasses or or whatever. Is there any, you know, is I mean, there any, it, are there any Spanish in there to eat? Yes. The one I caught today was a really nice fish. Yeah, okay. Bo caught a really nice one today. Like 
17 inches, 16 inches. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Good one. Yep, because you know how they are a lot of times in early March. They're like 12 inches and they're like a quarter inch wide. Yeah, they weren't that one. They were... Uh, they were, you know, he's a good fat one. He's three inches wide. You know, okay. it was way plenty enough to get a good fillet off of it. And, okay. Um, but the sheephead bite continues to to bite. They just, um, we just, you know, we we're trying to keep a little six year old going there. He was, uh, he was just, he really wanted to throw popping course. So I kind of stayed there for a few minutes, and uh, we went back and threw popping corks because he liked the, uh, he liked watching the cork go down, which. Hell, he doesn't like to watch a cork go down. I was so going to say, that, yeah, yeah, throwing throwing a jig head is boring. Throwing yep. corks yep. is fun. Yep. Yeah, you know? Yeah, no, that, he was too excited throwing the jig head. You know, it, it it never made it to the bottom with a jig head, but we put that popper cork on it. It was a whole other game. And it, it was so cutie. <laughs> I was in a creek, and he just went the opposite direction with a float. And he goes, Daddy, I got one. And I said, Brent, what's going on there? And I was going, oh, I know what that one is. And kept this. And little old Bo pulls up a like little fourteen inch flounder. I went, "Good for you!" Cut him all by himself. <laughs> I was, you know, he was just out behind the back of the boat, floating one down the other side of the bank. And I went, "Hmm, okay. Well, never fished that bank before. Well, maybe I should." So exactly, anyhow, yeah. All right, brother. We got to so, we, we got to take a break. I'm sorry you couldn't make it, but thanks for calling in. I am too. I'll see you next week. Okay, guys. Thank see, y'all. See you see next. See you next week, buddy. See ya. Yep. Six four. 641-1010, when we come back on the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show, we'll talk to Captain Corey Sparks, who's going to be calling in for Captain Leon, because Leon had plans this evening that wasn't conducive to talking fishing. <laughs> or talking, period. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good, good point. We'll be right back. It's the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. I'm Captain Ricky Kapoor, sitting in with Captain Kevin Favor. Here. And I believe we have Captain Corey Sparks on the phone. Morning. Hey, guys. Good evening. Hey, Corey. Hey, Corey, so, so we, we, we were sitting here, and, you know, the, uh, the break conversation is always entertaining, right? Yeah. When, when we're not on the air. But I, I have a question for you. Okay. And, and 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 Ricky's like, I just learned something, and and and, and I said, yeah. I said, I, so we were talking about trout, and yep. we're talking about. I, I I told him that, um, I got on a good bite of yellowmouth last week, and I was telling him where I was, and he's like, oh, float fishing. I said, oh no, I said yellowmouth trout are bottom feeders, and. I, I, I asked him, I said, have you ever known of anybody catching a yellowmouth trout on a topwater plug? And I don't know of anybody. I don't know of any. Uh, you you throw topwater plugs. I don't think I've ever had a yellowmouth. Yellow no, you're not. Uh, no. I've never thought of that. But but then again, you're not targeting them. But, yeah, thinking about that's it, right. I don't think I ever have. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, – and I think that's why I didn't pay attention to it too, Corey, because I'm not targeting them. But but yeah. sometimes it's nice to have a bite. Yeah, I mean, but, but it, yeah. they, yeah, they, they. I think a trout. I think a top water or or mid level. You know. And, and and if you if you look at them, I mean, they look just like a damn speck. I mean, they're built the same way. That's what I'm saying. I mean, same teeth, yeah. same mouth, everything. But 
yellowmouth trout, weak fish, mm-hmm. right? All the same, same. They're 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 bottom feeders. They're, they, yeah. yeah. Now, um, I I have had them chase a bait up to the surface because I got on a bite of yellowmouth trout about four or five years ago offshore that was epic. I mean, like oh. like eight nine pounders, epic. Fill in wow. the core because you know they're, they're, it's a hundred pounds. I think is 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 your limit in St. John's County. Um, but I, and, and by the way, I have, I've never seen that again. Um, I, <laughs> I, I actually called, called called Captain Kirk Waltz and, and told him about it, and uh, it was it was the craziest bite of big trout I've ever seen. I mean, and they were all yellowmouth, but they they. I mean, a full biggest live pogey you could put on the bottom. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, wow. I mean, it didn't matter, man. It was, but I've always told people that I said, you know, you know, when you fish for yellowmouth, and if you if you stop and, and and think about it, Corey, the typical places that we catch yellowmouth, it's yeah. generally over. It's generally over ten feet deep. Yeah. Right. There's deep, deeper holes. You know, uh, they're not. Um, they, they they do like some some type of structure, you know, um, but but yeah, you you won't you won't catch a yellowmouth on a on a topwater plug. Yeah. Interesting. When I was a kid, we would catch uh, catch them as a byproduct, shrimping in the deep holes in the St. John's. Absolutely, you do. That's around Palaka. So. Yeah, yeah. I've caught them in. I've I've, I've done the same thing shrimping. Sure. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so what's fishing been like for you up there to the north, Corey? Uh, well, the weather's been tough. I've been running trips. Leon's been running trips. Um, the water's dirty, about 64 degrees. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, I'm talking degrees. to you, Corey, not, not Scotty. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I was going, oh, my gosh. Yeah. He goes, well, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, I, I think it would – I think we – catch more fish if there were more places to hide from the wind because you you got you got to manage your line so much and uh yeah and if you're throwing corks you can only get away with like one cork when it's blowing 20 or 25 um because it's drifting through the jigs and and you're managing your slack you know you're maintaining your line and (laughs) and the fish haven't been striking or chewing real hard honestly my best day was uh bait shop happened to be out of bait and we threw artificial the whole day yesterday i think or two days ago um we caught a few good trout we caught some spanish mac probably 12 to 15 inches um yep. you know the typical bluefish and and jack cravals are around uh but the catches of the week have been some decent flounder um leon and i both both caught a few good flounder this week so um red slot reds are hard to find right now there's a few rat reds but nothing you know nothing to write home about it's like you catch one here you catch one there they're not they're not fired off like they were the past two months which always just kills me and uh, uh, you know yeah i've um i've never understood it you know because if you if, if you research redfish i mean they they literally talk about um that they don't they don't move that far the big ones do, yeah. the you know the, the spawners do, but uh, up until they're you know over twenty seven inches, which is when they become mature, that's why you have that 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 length, okay? But over, um, they don't move much. What would you describe as or explain how would you, how what's not much? They say a mile. That's okay. 
That's crazy. It can't be. Yeah. There's no way. There's uh, unless I mean literally unless they go to the middle of the intercoastal where nobody fishes. All right. I mean, you're you're talking about what twenty charter captains a day, Corey. I mean, between yeah. I'm just going to say between between St. Augustine and and Mayport, at least twenty captains a day are fishing inshore. And and when yeah. the when the when when the rat red bite stops, it stops for everybody. It you know what I mean? Stops. And you think about the last two two and a half months, or even I want to say even uh, December, how many we were catching? I mean. 40 50 leon had 70 80 and like it was just stupid they were everywhere and then it's like the switch flips and it's they you still run across one or two but it it's like what do they stop feeding on or what why where do they go where they hide not go but yeah my my last inshore trip which was i think it was monday if i'm not mistaken it, it had two guys they were great guys and they were trying hard to catch a fish for the first two hours but the last two hours is kind of like uh what are we doing here <laughs> <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah uh you know I, I inshore fishing for for redfish especially this time of year can be brutal but, but it seems like it you know if you find them you know you do pretty good but finding them is tough yeah yeah it, it you're going through well when you got this much wind, which is that that's what it is. It's March. Um, you you game plan different. You you read your clients off the first spot. What can they? You know how far can they cast, or what can I change to give them the highest success rate? But there's spots you're just not going to be able to fish. You may be able to chuck something out on the bottom and and put it in a rod holder or or maintain the slack. But a lot of people aren't going to ever feel that soft bite. Um, when it's blowing that hard, it, it's hard, you know. And 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 the trips yeah. this week, the guy, the people have been great. They've they've fished hard. They've grinded through some tough weather. Um, and I think it opens eyes sometimes because you you think you're going to go out like on a headboat and just drop down over structure and reel them in all day. And it's a whole different game plan when it's blowing. Yeah, it, it, it's it's funny. Last Friday, um, I had a, a, a ring power trip. And I had a specific spot, high outgoing tide spot that 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 I really felt like I could catch redfish on. It's typical, you know, going back in there, you know, this this time of year, I catch redfish on this spot. Float rigs, it's literally two feet of water, and I pulled up to the to the spot, Corey, and I was like, I, I can't do it. I mean, the yeah, the wind and the tide. I mean, it's just it's it, it, there's first off, I can't even get in there close enough, you know, for people yeah. to throw. To, to to throw corks into that kind of wind, and then as soon as it hits the water, it's going to be ripping. So you know your your plan A, you know, is 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 gone. <laughs> you know, and 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 like you said, you know, you have to as 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 a, as a charter captain, you have to take the talent of your anglers. Plus, you have to figure out where we can fish to where everybody's comfortable and catch fish. So that takes away about. 70 percent of your spots yeah you know yeah. i mean it, it it just does it's it, it, it you know we, we still catch fish and everything but um when, when it's like that you know and then we're always honest with people it's going to be a tough yeah. day you know i mean if if you still want to go let's go we're good with it so yeah. something else i learned the hard way monday was that you don't take people to one spot where they're casting into the wind and then the next spot they're casting with the wind because you're going to end up 50 yards out into this partita grass. 100%. Yeah, they're in the grass. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, that, yeah. You you always start downwind. Yeah. Always start yeah. downwind. It can, and because that way you can kind of get a feel for their ability to cast. You know. I mean, honestly, Corey, that's probably one of the easiest things we have offshore fishing. You know. I mean, because we get to put the baits out, right? Yeah. Set the rod to rod holder, and brother, when it goes off, pick it up. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, fishing, yeah, yeah. You know, and and bottom fishing is look, you you open up the bail, you let it drop to the bottom, you reel it up two reels, and <laughs> and you pull it up and down. That, you know, seriously, and you catch fish. Well, inshore's not that way, man. You it's got not. you can't. You know, I'm telling you, one of the funniest pictures you sent us. I guess it was last week. I know, I know the picture. Yeah, you do. I know with, the picture, with, with too. Two yellow circles. Yeah, yeah, two yellow circles <laughs> with the floats that were like 10 feet away from the boat. You know, and you, you know, why aren't we catching fish, Cap? Yeah. <laughs> this is where I fished all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you that, do what you can do, and, you, and you make the most of it. Because everybody, they want they want to be independent out there, and you want to help them as much as you can because you want them to catch fish. But, um, you know, sometimes just letting them enjoy the moment is part of the game too, so. Yeah. It absolutely is. Kevin and I were just talking about that. Leon Dana is the greatest <laughs> about just being in a good mood and, and, and laughing and making the best of things. I am not that guy. I am stressed <laughs> out when people aren't catching yeah. fish. I'm like, man, what are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I get stressed too, Ricky. I'm like, oh, man, oh, man. I pick up a rod, throw on the other side, try to hit a little corner or something. Oh, here you go. One's on. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, people get on a boat when, on on those days. You know, when the, when the weather's beautiful and and you're you're catching fish and and people are like, man, you got the greatest job in the world. And on those days, we do. We we, yeah. we 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 do. I mean, there's there's no question about it. I've done this for over thirty years now, and 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 there are so many times that I've dropped my folks off and go underneath that Palano Bridge, and I'm like, damn, that was fun. You know, yeah. and there's a lot of days I'm like, that just. No, that wasn't fun at all. You know, uh, it, I mean, yeah. It, at it's, the end it, of the day, and they're trying. How much do I owe you, Captain? Do you feel like yeah? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I, I know you can't do that. Right, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, by the way, people have always asked me what's the hardest part of my job, and I've always said that it's it's accepting yeah. that money at the end of the day. Um, when when but here's the deal: people know when you're when you're legit. And when you're trying hard, you're doing everything you can to catch fish. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if dude goes out and anchors up for four hours somewhere and, and you sit there and you don't catch anything and, you know, I mean, that's that – yeah. people know when you're when, when you're when you're trying yeah. hard. That's true. Yeah, the trips you know. have been slow, slower than usual this week. We've caught fish, but they're like, is it typical, you know? Is, is this, no, it's not typical. You guys fished hard. And after every trip this week, every single client said you worked your butt off for us you know there's nothing to be you know nothing to be uh apologetic about or anything you worked hard it wasn't in the cards so yeah and 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 here's the deal you know i don't go to any spot that i've never caught fish right every spot that i go to at some point in time i've caught fish there there's a reason that i'm there you know and i'm and, and, and and i'm gonna hit each one of those spots on the correct tide you know in the correct conditions if the fish aren't there, they're not there. I mean, I can't, you know, I, there's, you, you can't make fish. And, and by the way, what really stinks about that is, and, and we've talked about this, four, five, six, seven good casts, 
if there ain't a bite, they're not there. <laughs> you know, they're not just going to show up, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, it, Kevin, it, it, let me ask you. Yep. Oh, sorry, Kevin. Let me ask you this. That you, you said you go to your spots, you've caught your fish a certain tide. You, I, I'm sure you have, but you get surprised. You hit it on a different tide, and all of a sudden it, it's a whole different bite or banner day where you're like, I didn't think I'd catch a fish here on this tide, and all of a sudden – it, it becomes a different weapon in your arsenal, so to speak. 100%. You know, like a certain creek hole or something. Ab- yeah. ab- absolutely. You know, uh, especially especially incoming tide fishing. You know, I'm like, yeah. you know what? I know that this is a great outgoing tide spot, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go hit this spot on the incoming tide. And 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 by the way, most of the time, Corey, uh, an outgoing tide spot is it can, can be a, a great redfish spot. On the incoming yeah. tide, it'll be just the opposite. It'll be a, a trout, maybe a black drum, you know, s- s- bluefish. You know, they they, yeah. they like uh, that 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 incoming tide. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and me too. Yeah, same for sure. Yeah, I got shown us when I first started out. Captain Zach Timmons was trying to help me with inshore fishing, and he was like, "Look, man, you know, the big boat you're limited, but you can go to this spot right here on an outgoing tide, and you can catch flounder right here," and. I stayed there too long one time, and the tide had already turned, and it was just starting to come in, and I started wearing the flounder out. And, <laughs> yeah. and that is now my first – that's my slack tide or first there you of go. the end exactly. spot. Now. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good question, Corey. All right, buddy, we appreciate yeah. it. You, 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 did, you did really good for sitting in for Leon. Uh, thank you, guys. Have a great week. Yep. Yep, you too. <laughs> See you, Corey. Captain Corey Sparks checking in on the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. I'm Captain Captain Favor. And Captain Ricky Kapoor is in the house. He is in the house. And right now we need to go talk to Captain Chip Wingo. Our, our 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 turkey hunting buddy, Chip. What's shaking? What's up, buddy? And another day in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> so, you fished today? I heard you guys talking about yellowmouth. We had two monsters yesterday. I think they were really? both. I think they were both under eight inches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's almost six hours for that. So wow, wow, that's yeah. tough. Yeah, and I had Drew, a friend of Ricky's and ours, on the boat for his birthday with his wife, and she always usually outfishes everybody. And I was marking big fish. You know, we were fishing for big fish to start, and we ended up doing that most of the right. day after talking to everybody else. But I pulled up next to Captain Kirk, and he told me he had two blinnies. And I'm like, uh-oh. And, uh, uh-oh. Yeah, that yeah. ain't good. Yeah, yeah, when, you, when, you, when, you pull up to, when you pull up to the master and he's like, I got two blennies, you're like, oh, that ain't good. It took me forever yeah. to figure out what that fish was. The blenny? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was catching yeah. them left and right, and people are like, what is that? I was like, I think it's a small grouper. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. We caught eight grouper today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're all three inches yeah, long. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's kind of like, um, you know, slow trolling. The last few summers, you know, you hear a guy go, "Man, I got eight cobia," 
And I'm like, wow, that's a great day. Yeah, they were all 20 inches. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah. it counts. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, if you were to read that in the newspaper, you're like, man, the guy's catching a bunch of cobia. Yeah, well, that's – I don't know how yeah, we've become started... this – go ahead. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I started with a lot of bait yesterday, too. I had live shrimp, dead shrimp, clams, and crabs. I mean, I was just so excited because the big drama moved in, you know, and I'm, like, all excited about fishing with Drew, and I have all this beautiful bait, and it's like, wah, 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 you know. <laughs> but he is an absolute pleasure to be around, though, isn't he? Oh, yeah, him and his wife were just fantastic. I mean, and we've – and ne- there's times that we fish together, we've always done really well. And, I mean, yeah. I walked off the boat going, Wow. You know, well, that's a big, you know, especially on his birthday, you know, not to be able to get yeah. on him. I was a little disappointed, but. Yeah, so Kevin, uh, Drew and I turkey hunt together. Okay. And um, I called Chip yesterday, or Chip called, I don't know, anyway, we were on the phone. And he said, yeah, I'm fishing with uh, Drew. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. And he puts, he says, happy, it's Drew's birthday. So I said, oh man, tell him happy birthday. And he puts Drew on the phone. So right. I talked to him for a minute and he's like, yeah, Chip had already told me they're not catching much. Right. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, and I'm, I'm starting to feel the stress for Chip, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. But Drew is just like, oh man, it beats fish or it beats Beach a day working. at work. Yep. And it's, it's like, he's just so positive all the time. Yes. I was like, man, you know, I'm looking for a few guys like that. You know, and, 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 and by the way, Chip, it is so sweet of people to say that. It always is. But well, I, 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 I always – I, I, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I always look at them and I'm like, thank you, but that doesn't make me feel any better. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I appreciate you trying to <laughs> e- ease it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's um, – so, Chip, have you ever caught a yellowmouth trout on a topwater plug? Nope, never. I don't yeah. think I've ever caught one in water that was under eight feet. That's right. You know. So, yeah. Uh, well, maybe a down in the valley, you know, but no, that's, you know, it, they're always deep and they're always right on the bottom, you know, like you Isn't said that interesting? earlier. I've, yeah. I've never caught one on, I don't think I've ever caught one on a float rig. So I might have, but I yeah, don't that's that's to. that's that's what that's that's what Ricky and I were talking about. Even with Corey, I I I know I've never caught one on a float rig, you know, yeah. because generally speaking, now, you know what, like what John Deerson used to do is totally different. He would use a float rig in twenty feet of water. Yeah, you know, and uh, I mean that's yeah. that's that, that's that's not your typical float rig. You know, that's the old trout rig, um, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm sure he, I'm sure he caught. Yellowmouth trout doing that, and 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 by the way, Chip, you know when when I fished with you a couple of years ago, um, you fished a a, a a very long leader on the Cajun Thunder. You know, what was that like? Ten feet? No, it was it was actually like four to five feet, um, and that's because I watched you catch those black drum, and I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna about to do this too, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. when when you fish spots like that, they have that limestone ledges and bottom you know yep. you go to a lighter jig head and you throw it where the it, it'll actually drag along the bottom the shrimp will um and it works it's just a client yeah, can't cast it you know no the only no there's uh, it, no uh-uh. you know? no 
no, no, no. It's 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 well, they have they have a hard enough time throwing a Cajun Thunder anyway. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 tough to teach people how to feather the line to make sure the bait shoots out in front of the cork, um, because if they don't, you know, as well as I do, it gets all tangled up, and and then you, as a charter captain, you're undoing um, tangles all day. Yeah. yeah. What kind of well, cork do you throw, Chip? Um, I was just going to talk about. It. I'm throwing that Harper Super Striker a lot now. Kind of, I'm switching up. I still throw popping corks, weighted, weighted popping cork. But the Harper Super Striker is the one that you can use as a slip cork and a popping cork. Um, yeah. Because it has a brass rod that goes through the center, and it still clicks. If you use it as a popping cork, you put a bobber stopper on it with a bead, and you can adjust it. Um, but the nice thing about that one, Kevin, is you can actually any client can throw it easy because. If you put a jig head on, you let the float go all the way to the jig, and then put yep. your stopper when they cast. I, lo- I love that idea, right? And and you don't have a problem with a stopper going through the guides? No, 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 no. They're small little rubber stoppers. Um, okay, yeah, they're uh, they fit they fit perfect. Um, you know, and the guides on our spinning reels well, are pretty big, so you know. Well, like, but, uh, would I've you space it out like four foot or? I see what What's Kevin's that? talking about. Like the, the 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 rod tip eye is very small on 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 my rods. It would have to be like a crazy small piece of rubber for it to be able to reel through it. And yeah, well, the bobber stopper is only about the size of a a, a number four uh, shot. I mean, they're real small. Um, I got you. Yeah, okay. I get the one that the bass guys use for um, when they're flipping. You know, they're punching with those heavy jigs where they slide that weight down to the weight or yeah. slide the yeah. stopper down to the weight. Um, and it's cool because it'll you can put it 10 feet up inside the reel and still cast it fine. It casts perfect, you know. Yeah, that, that's funny, put, you know, because, yep, I, I know, uh, you know, Captain Kirk, um, he, he trout fishes in 20 feet of water with a float. And he showed mm-hmm. me how he puts that, that little tiny stopper on there. And it goes, like, like like Chip said, it goes in the reel. I mean, and, and, and he's like, yeah. And, and by the way, I love that idea of the cork going all the way to the hook. Because that gives yeah. you extra weight. And not only that, but you can't get tangled up yep. going out there. Where yep. your Cajun Thunder, you have a fixed um, depth on there, you know, which normally two feet, you know, with a split shot, a kale hook. I mean that's that's what you got. That's you have to fish the correct terrain with that. But I mean, if you've got the stopper on there, that's that that's. I think that's a game changer. I mean, any I, tide, any any yeah. tide. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah mm-hmm. you and and, and, and you, you know to fish. I mean, I, Chip, what what's wrong with using that at at the, at the jetties? Nothing at all. If you can get it to work. I mean, if you find the right depth. You know, the guys up in uh, yeah. South Carolina use a lot of – they use popping gorks on the jetties for sheep sheepshead. Um, right. One of my clients lives up there, and he says, that's the only way we sheepshead fish. I'm like, really? Huh. He's like, yeah, we put a couple feet down, throw it up there, pull it off the rocks, and let it drift down the rocks. You know, and I'm like, wow, I never thought about that. You know, so – but it, it works really good, and you can change it so easily. But one of the things I do, Kevin, is I put two stoppers on in case one starts to wear, you know, it, yep. it sounds weird, but you'll, you will break them after a while, um, after sure. you use them for a couple of days. But, 
You so know, when, whenever you buy one cork, how many stoppers do you get? I I don't get them with the cork. I order these oh. off online. You know the bath ones, and they have okay. like a. You know how you have the the I don't know. So they they had a thing where you can thread needles with. It's like real skinny wire. Um, so yep. they come on that. So you just put your line through it, and then pull the stopper, and it pops it right on there. So it's really easy to put on too. Um, the main thing is making sure sometimes you have to find beads that are small enough hole diameter to be able to get it to stop. Sometimes you have to put right. two beads, a little small bead, the big bead. But I mean, it works perfect. How- and it's How something about adjustability? Different. Is it oh, quick so to adjust? Oh, it's so easy to just slide it up the braid. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, really so let, 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 me, let me ask you this um, uh, real, real quick before we take a break. Your, my float rig rod and reels are different than my jig head rods and reels. Uh, my, 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 my jig head rods and reels are a little bit lighter. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit lighter on, on the line. You're, you're, you're set up for that float rig, Chip. Mm-hmm. I'm using the same 3,000 with a 7-foot-10 um, rod medium-fast tip, which is what I use for everything. It's really easy for my clients to cast, and it has the backbone in it. I use the both because the cork's not real heavy, and you're not using that big, right. heavy cigar bait, so it works out perfect. You said 710 on the length? Yeah. Seven ten on the rod. Wow, They're, my rods wow. are a little bit long. Mine are seven foot. So. Mine are all seven foot too, and then and then my little inshore rods are six and a half. You know, but yeah. they're they're literally considered light. You know, I mean, you could wing a quarter ounce jig head. My for, mine are for, seven forever. two. I'm sorry, let's say seven ten. They're seven. Yeah, two. you said seven ten. I was like, good gosh, I'm that's sorry. like a noodle rod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, they're seven two. I I thought I'm I'm getting old. They're seven two. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they work you know, that fast tip and medium heavy rod what I use for everything and it's, it's got plenty of backbone and plenty of sensitivity too so you can use it for everything That's, I've got I think 14 of them so I set them all up that one way so it'd be super easy you know and right. I've got three or four rigged up with jig, or jigs at a time and then I've got them rigged up with the floats and then I've got some rigged up where, uh, you know, for uh, artificials. And uh, so I can pretty much cover everything, you know, just pull them out of the rod locker and roll. So, and then all the big rods as well on the other side. But, so, yeah, I'm That's looking forward stuff. to this bike tomorrow, please. <laughs> 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 yeah. Everybody keeps, real quick, everybody keeps saying there's another worm hatch going on. And that, that's why it slowed down. And I didn't see any worms, but I heard people talking about it yesterday. So. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't had anybody. Um, you know, obviously, the, the first thing Scotty would have talked about is the worm hatch today if, if it happened, and he didn't say anything about it. So, yeah. all right, buddy, we got to run. Appreciate you. See you guys. Be safe. See you, Chip. Captain Chip Wingo checking in on the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. Speaking of forecast, Captain Ricky will come back. We'll look at the weekend's forecast and and uh, see if it's going to be good or bad. (laughs) We'll be right back. Welcome to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show on 1010XL.
Welcome back to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Captain Ricky before. In-house. Absolutely. All right, let's do a forecast here. We were talking turkey hunting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the way, um, we will be in Steenhatchee this weekend with the Nimnik Outdoor Show. You're going to be there? Yes, I am. Um, We're going to be at... at, at, uh, Steenhatchee River Club, who's been a big sponsor of the outdoor show forever. And everybody's – there's a lot of folks coming, you know. I mean, so it's it, it's going to be fun. They've been promoting it, so we're, we're going to uh, – they have like this – and the only way I can describe it is like a tower. And and my buddy, who's a big part of Steenhatchee River Club, uh, Jody Griffith, his, that's his office. Is at the top. And he's like, where do you want to do the show from? I'm like, dude, from your office. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, okay, we can do that. So, the so, Eagle's Nest. Yeah, the Eagle's Nest. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to be way. And, and, dude, you can look out over the bay. I mean, you can, you can see everything. So, anyway, uh, it, it, it should be a great show. Uh, so, make sure you join us from 7 to 10 on Saturday morning with the Nimnik Outdoor Show. Real quick, uh, tomorrow, South Winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4. Uh, I don't. I, I hate the straight. It's straight south wind offshore. Three to four sounds rough to me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I mean, uh, especially at that interval. It, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, because uh, seven seconds. Seven seconds. Yeah, on the interval. Saturday, south winds ten to fifteen. Seeds around three feet uh, with six seconds, which is even worse. Sunday, south winds five to ten, increasing to ten to fifteen in the afternoon. Two to three. Uh, Monday, south winds around 10, so maybe, says 2 to 3, maybe Monday might might be worthy of, of sticking your nose out there. Um, obviously, there's another cold front coming through because Tuesday's northwest winds around 10, uh, seas around 2 feet, so Tuesday sounds beautiful. And then, uh, it, it, then after that, it, it goes to north winds on Tuesday night, so obviously, I, I don't have it out till Wednesday, but... There's sounds like there's a cold front coming through, and and Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, uh, again, you know, seeing my neighbor Joe this evening, and he's like, "When's this wind going to quit?" I said, "May." Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just just like it does every year. Every year, I mean, (laughs) and again, we 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 talk about how fishing has changed so much. Well, the weather's it, it, it. There's no doubt that the weather has changed. I mean, you know, we would in April. We would get southwest winds in the morning and, and southeast of the afternoon, southeast sea breeze, just like we do in June, July, and August. And and now it blows south, southeast every day. And, and, and you know as well as I do that so many people want to go look for cobia on the beach. And, 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 you know, when it's blowing southeast at 15, you can't do it. I mean, you can, but it's, it's no fun, you know. I, I just feel like we haven't had that fishery in some years. No, we haven't. No, 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 it's been, it's been forever. I mean, you know, to, to take a charter and, and, and go chase rays and stuff is almost null and void now. So, yep. folks, make sure you join us again, once again, for the Nimnik Outdoor Show. We'll be live. Steen Hatchy River Club and uh, Captain Ricky's going to be there with me. And we're going to talk, uh, we're going to talk a little more than fishing. We'll oh, talk yeah. some birds. Yeah. Some turkey hunting. Yep. Can't wait. All right, folks, y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya.